Hi, my name is Brendan Watt, and welcome to the One Choice from Change podcast, where I give you the tools to create something totally different beyond the status quo, and where you get to become as different as you are. What if there is nothing wrong with any of the choices you've made up until now? I'm inviting you to be aware that every choice creates something. So, what would you choose today? Hi everyone, welcome to the One Choice from Change podcast. I am Brendan Watt, your host for this podcast. Um, this is number four in this little mini series of basically me um, and my journey over the past 12 years, and this one more so over the past seven months. And it was seven months ago, a little over seven months ago now, that the wheels came off my life, so to speak. The The wagon crashed big time. And, you know, I I am telling this and and I, I in my in the hopes that you get something out of it with regards to choice and how it creates our life and your life and where you would actually like to go with it. And I get that can be such a it can be such a confronting question. And it was one of the questions that for me always slipped me up. And still when it's asked of Okay, so if you could create your life as anything, like literally create your life as anything, you could in the next 5, 10, 20, 50 years, what would you like your life to be like? And I would be like, um, I have no idea. I have no idea, but my life at that point and, and asking that question at that point in time for me was always about what should I have in life? What should my life be like? How should it appear to be from the outside so that I can have the successful life that is right? And that's one of the things that was killing me. One of the things that was keeping me creating an image of myself that really was no um, was no ingredient for joy. You know, in the mantra of access, and here's one of the tools I used a lot Um and still do, and but really began this seven months ago, and it was something that I learned 12 years ago, was all of life comes to me with ease and joy and glory. And we talk about that tool as the mantra of access consciousness, saying it 10 times in the morning, 10 times at night, will begin to change your life. Well, I did it when I first came along to access, but then I was like, well, you know, like there's other tools and, you know, what's ease anyway? What's joy anyway? What's glory anyway? Like, seriously, like what is all of life comes to me with that? Well, I'm only now beginning to get the sense of what that is, but I'm also using the tool. So seven months ago, um, you know, it's interesting to be able to smile about this now and actually talk to you guys about it because this was not the case then. Um I remember a few days after getting home and basically the beginning of detoxing from alcohol, the sobering up period, which is basically where um, my sense of me started to return, but also the sense of everything that I was using alcohol to hide from myself started to be there without that vice of having now that I could use to disappear from it. And it was confronting. You know, and I remember the day, a few days after I got home, the day we sent an email out to the database of Access Consciousness telling everyone what was going on. And that was the day I really, 
I did not want to hang around. I just was like, can I leave now? Can I just disappear from my life? Um, and I had to get to something different first on this journey. And that was a demand for me. I really had to dig deep and look at, okay, so though, you know, those confronting questions that we kind of avoid, like that one that I said, what would I like my life to be like? But here's the bigger one for me was what's my actual point of view about myself. And at that point in time, my point of view about me was not one of kindness was not one of gratitude for myself or, or had any caring, let alone had any desire to look for something beautiful, you know, and try to find something that was worth nurturing. Because for me, my point of view, my basic point of view about myself was I was never enough. And I was just having a conversation with somebody um, earlier looking at this, and I was like, wow, I really didn't think that much of myself. And which would appear as not the case from the outside, right? Which is what we do with this thing of the image of, well, let me, let me create myself as something so I appear acceptable to others from the outside while here I'm kind of running from something that's my actual point of view about myself. Well, for me, in, for me, that was, you know, I wasn't worth the, I wasn't worth what I was being given. I didn't see what other people saw in me. I didn't want to see what other people saw in me. I was seeing what I decided I was based on all of the thousands of fixed points of view that I had about myself. And here's the thing, um, in digging through them and getting really vulnerable and honest with myself, realizing how much all of those points of view, all of those judgments of myself, all of that wrongness, all of that stuff that for a lot of us we carry around with ourselves and make more real than what's actually true for us. You know, one of the beginning tools that we have in access consciousness is what's true for you will always make you lighter. Always. 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 What's light for you will make you heavier. None of that was light for me, yet it was something that I'd bought as real and true and living my life by. So when this... um email went out in you know at the beginning of this and i keep saying seven months ago which sounds weird now so i'm like what why do i keep saying seven months ago well it was seven months ago um but i i really had to get present vulnerable with myself and look at that question what do i think about me what's my point of view about myself and <laughs> in looking at that um you know, and here's where here's one of the big things that I've found for me is you can't look at you can't look at or will you have any desire to look at those points of view that you have about yourself when you do it from judgment. I mean, who who has any desire to look at all the wrongness that they have of them? You know, that's where it's much easier just, and we think it's much easier just to go, you know what, I don't want to look at that stuff, too much pain, too much wrongness, too much heaviness, too, too much of all of that, um, that not me energy that's there, that kind of runs our life that we kind of avoid and avoid and avoid and avoid, hoping that it will go away if we avoid it for long enough when it doesn't. And so for me, um, 
so sorry, bright shiny things going on in my head right now. It's one of those days. But so for me in looking at this, first thing I had to get to was, okay, I'm going to need to get to, to begin to get out of judgment of this. And how do you like, how do you do that? How do you do that when you're looking at, okay, so I did have this image of myself. Now this has been destroyed. You know, the world now knows that you're dealing with an alcohol problem that you've had your whole life. You've hidden from the world. You've hidden from yourself your whole life. You now have to look at this. What was the alcohol there for? Well, to hide all of these things that you never wanted to look at. But also in that, and here's where the thing with the vulnerability comes in and, and the beginning to get out of judgment is when you begin to have that is you begin to start finding the strength in all of these things that can sound at this point in the conversation unfathomable but it's so i get that you know where it's just like holy shit to have that much to, to have that much um vulnerability but i want to say caring for yourself to be present with whatever it is that you've got going on in your life that's that thing that's your deep, dark secret, you know, where it's that could be, you know, I kind of just feel really mean all the time or I, or I feel so selfish or I'm just, I always like feel like I'm in so much judgment or there's something like that. Well, I get that. Um, but having the caring for yourself and the vulnerability to actually be present with it and rather than running away from it and making that easy choice. So here's, let me give you this tool, which was one that, um, I'm kind of all over the place right now, but welcome to me and the way that I function. And only just beginning to actually allow myself to step into that and be like, I am just all over the place and it's fun for me. Um, one of the conversations that I had with Gary Douglas early on in this, um, in my recovery, and I call it recovery and my recovering because this is now a lifelong thing for me. My, um, my healing of me and my recovery and recovering of me is now going to be a lifelong journey, not just a quick fix, which you notice how a lot of us do that too. Let me just get the quick fix so I don't have to choose anymore. Let me just find the one choice that I can choose so I don't have to choose anymore. Well, getting to you and having all of you and being all of you and having a life of each joy and glory and one that is just dynamic and unique to you Scrap that idea now because that doesn't work. I've tried it many, 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 many times is it's in each and every choice we make. Um, so this conversation I was having with Gary Douglas, he said, okay, you need to, if you're making the easy choices in your life right now, you're on the wrong path. If you're making the hard choices, you're going in the right direction. And I was like, oh, okay. At the time, kind of going into this um, conclusion of, oh, that means my life needs to be hard right now. No, it meant the easy choices for me were always the ones of comfort. You know, like um, for certain things in your life, it's easier just to judge yourself. It's easier just, it's it's more known, it's more definable, it's more comfortable to to make the choices that you made yesterday. You know, and that was one of the things for me was, I was living my life based on what I'd lived yesterday and the day before and the day before that and the day before that. So my, my future was basically how do I drag the past forward because it's comfortable. I know that. 
So in this, um, and really taking this this conversation with him and looking at it, I looked at all of these things that I made as easy choices. One of them would be to avoid this, to avoid my point of view about me, to not be honest with myself, to not have brutal honesty with who I am and where I'm functioning from, but also brutal honesty with where I'd like to go and what I'm creating my life as. So these were all hard choices for me, but they were the ones that began to pay dividends in my life that I could not even fathom in the beginning. And I say this because I want, my target with this is I want people to know that it doesn't matter where you're at in life. It doesn't matter what's going on in your life right now. It can change. And it, it truly can. And I don't say that from this um, fictional or fantasized or point of view about it. I don't say it from that. And I wouldn't say it like this if I hadn't been there and be doing it myself. And one of my targets also with this podcast is to give you tools that I use, not give you tools that might work, but give you tools that I'm currently using and without using them wouldn't be creating a, a difference, wouldn't be creating a difference in my life. And and here's one of the things that I had to look at was, so once again, all over the place, I hope you got something out of that easy and hard tool, but look at, um, you know, I still look at and use it now of, okay, so am I trying to make the easy choice here to make my life more comfortable? What would be the hard choice that I could make right now that would create a different reality, a different future for me, a different future for our world? Is it an easy choice to go to fight with somebody when you want to be right? Yeah, for me, definitely it has been. Is it a harder choice to go, you know what? I'm actually going to be an allowance of this. Here's a great tool, if you haven't heard it, for being an allowance rather than going to fight. I like me today. This is awesome. I'm just tools, story, tools, story, tools, story, all over the place. Um, allowance is everything is just an interesting point of view. So harder choice is being present enough to use a tool. You know, wait, I'm going to go to fight. That's what I did yesterday. What's a different approach to this? What's one small choice I can make in this situation right now? Although it may be uncomfortable, will create a greater future tomorrow. So with allowance and with the way that you interact with people, I mean, what would it be like to have allowance for yourself, but also for all of the people in your life? So here's the tool. Um, to get to allowances, everything is just an interesting point of view. So you, you get out of this place where um, you're functioning with everything as a fixed point of view. Nothing has to be real and solid anymore. Everything you can, everything has the fluidity to be what it is, not based on what you've decided it should be, but based on what it is at the moment. And that allowance is what allows the universe to actually begin to contribute to something different showing up when you're willing to be in question with it. So how do you get there? Well, interesting point of view, I have this point of view. So if you've got an interaction with the person, Interesting point of view, I have this point of view about them. Interesting point of view, they have this point of view about me. 
an interesting point of view. I have the point of view. They have this point of view. Now, this was a big one for me over the last seven months as well. <clears throat> a, because I didn't have any allowance for me and what I'd chosen. B, I was not really having allowance for anybody else and how they were reacting with regards to what I would ch had chosen. But here's the other thing as well. was One thing I realized was I was projecting at people the way that I decided they should relax, they should react based on the judgments I had of myself. You ever do that? Where it's like, well, I have these judgments of me that I'm bad, I'm terrible, I'm evil, I'm wrong, I'm the worst person in the world, I'm selfish, I'm blah, blah, all of that shit that you have of yourself, right? Now, let's look at it like this. Let's say you have something like that going on for you. How much do you project at others that they should have the same thing based on the way that you treat yourself? So you, so for me, for example, I would go, you know, this is going on for me, I'm bad, I'm terrible, I'm evil, I'm wrong, I'm the worst person, I've done this, I'm blah, 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 all of that. This is how people should treat me, but that was a total projection. Any projection creates the separation. That Any projection is a judgment, which creates the separation from yourself and everything else. So here's how you get out of that part as well is, and I'm just, I may be all over the place with this, but I'm also throwing in a lot of the tools that I've used to, oh man, get a lot different with a lot of this stuff. And this with the projections and the way that we invite others to treat us based on the way that we treat ourselves is all the projections, expectations, separations, judgments, and rejections that I have of me. I now destroy and uncreate it. Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine, shorts, boys, povads, and beyonds. All of the projections, expectations, separations, judgments, and rejections that I have of everybody else with regards to me. Right and wrong, good and destroy and uncreate it. Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine, shorts, boys, povads, and beyonds. And you can use that with everything. Anything that you've got going on in your life right now that you have some expectation of, some projection of, some judgment of, all of the projections, expectations, separations, judgments, and rejections, or all of the Pez Juniors that I have with this, Pez Juniors, P-E-S-J-R, um, you get it, I hope. Right, wrong, good and bad, pot and pop, all night, shorts, boys, perverts, and beyonds. So I hope, um, so, all right, so let me get into this. So this was, um, here, there's some of the tools with with getting out of this thing of yuck and stuck, and I think I need to probably go into a lot more of it on the next show because I'm like, wow, I probably need some more explanation on some of that, but also it's okay. We'll get there. Um, let me go back to the beginning of this a little bit. The first thing that I actually had to do was I actually had to look at where would I actually like my life to be? Would I do I actually desire to be here and do I actually desire to create something? What is my target from total honesty? And here's the tough part for a lot of us is that part can be just absolute blank. What if that was okay? And what if you're willing to just be present with yourself of huh? 
Okay, I don't really get a a sense of that. So, but rather than avoid it, rather than avoid looking at that, what if you allowed yourself to be present with it, which is what I had to do in this, which was, you know, one of those hard choices, like I said before, was actually be present with it and go, oh, you know what? I've actually been on autopilot a lot in my life, hoping that everybody else would create it for me, hoping that other people would show me what worked for them so that I could take that from them and and hope, just hope that it would work for me. But the thing is, something that works for somebody else is based on their energy. What works for you based on the uniqueness of you and your energy? And that was what I had to discover. So I realized in asking this question was I had rejected even being present with it. That was something I didn't even want to look at because in order to look at that, I'd actually have to look at me. I'd actually have to be willing to be honest with myself, honest enough about what it is that I desire to be in this world. That can be not a comfortable thing to look at. So I say that because what if you're willing to have the vulnerability with yourself to go, what is it I actually desire? But is this enough? Is it is it big enough for me? And if I was actually going to commit to me, commit to my life, commit to my future, what if it wasn't about committing to what I was yesterday? What if committing to my life and committing to my future and committing to what's true for me is committing to me, committing to what I desire to be tomorrow? Here's the thing with that. In order to commit to what you desire to be tomorrow, you have to be willing to be present enough with yourself to see what that is that would be true for you tomorrow. So for me, and I looked at it and went, I have no clue, no idea. And I went, okay, is that true? What would I like to be in this world? You know, and one of the things for me is one of the things I value and probably had never really acknowledged this, is I I value when something is real. You know when you can speak to something or be present with something and be like, you know what, I've got all my shit going on. I've got warts and all, the good, the bad, and the ugly, but here I am. When I started looking at that, that's the kind of me I'd like to commit to tomorrow. And I say that because this thing of hiding all of these points of view that we have about ourselves, all of this shit that creates the undercurrent of our life, the thing that keeps, you know, you have a great day and then you're like, all of a sudden, oh, there I am again in the pile of shit. Well, what if you didn't avoid the pile of shit anymore? But what if it wasn't about not just avoiding the pile of shit? What if it's not about avoiding the brilliance, the beautiful you? everything that you're actually capable of. What if there's another way? And and I say that because what I've found for me, which which is another thing that I kind of, I find so freeing right now, and I, 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 is I have found so much strength, so much beauty, so much just, um softness and and all of the things that you wouldn't appear you wouldn't you would never you would you would never associate with judgment 
right? Like you would see judgment as, especially the bad judgments, like the, the terrible evil stuff. You wouldn't associate beauty with that. You wouldn't associate strength with that. You wouldn't associate courage and growth with that. But I've found that in all of the judgments that I have of myself. And, you know, Gary and Access has been talking about it forever. What if your greatest wrongness is your greatest strongness? And I was like, what? 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 My greatest wrongness could be my greatest strongness? Yeah. When you're willing to be present with the judgment. See, it's all the judgments that we... It, we use all of the wrongness of ourselves to cover up everything else that's actually possible. And it's not until you're willing to dig. It's not until you're willing to be present with and acknowledge that something else is possible and be that question and use these tools and actually have the tenacity with yourself to go, you know what, I'm facing this now. I'm going to have the courage with this now. I'm going to go through this now, whatever I need to go through. And I cannot even... Oh, it has been a beautiful thing to actually just go, wow, this is me too. And I say that because what if it's okay now for you to be you, whatever that is, for you to explore what that is for you and play with what that is for you and really go on that journey of creating something that is uniquely you, that inspires others to go, wow, you know what? That has such a sense of lightness and joy to it. I want that. I want what they're having. How did they get there? How do they wake up in the morning and like themselves more than they did yesterday? How do they wake up in the morning and and be creative in creating something that not only creates a greater life for them, but is in, inspiring other people and creating a better world. If that sounds like fun for you, um, please know it's a possibility, and more so now than ever before. And I know I cannot, I cannot thank um, and be more grateful. Well, I can be more grateful because I get more grateful every day. But for the tools of access consciousness, like I look at what I'm what I'm getting through with this, and I'm just like, holy shit! And what we can create in our world, and and more and more is just. Please know you're invited to that, and I um I thank you for listening to this rant. I don't even know if I made any sense on this one, but I hope you got some tools, some um, inspiration out of it. Uh, I will see you on the next show. Have a phenomenal day. Um, let me finish with this, actually, because the one thing I brushed on earlier was all of life comes to me with ease, joy, and glory. Um, and I kind of brushed on this other part. I was, quite honestly, at the darkest points in my life during this. And I, I, I had several several, several, several days where I just wanted to give up and I didn't know what else to do and I didn't know how else to get through it and I and I just, I would just keep going. And one of the things that helped me so much was this tool and I said it as many times as I could, all of life comes to me with ease and joy and glory. All of life comes to me with ease and joy and glory. 
all of life comes to me with ease and joy and glory. All of life comes to me with ease and joy and glory. Thank you for being here. Um, I will see you on the next show. Thank you. Bye. If you found this helpful, please share it and subscribe at onechoicefromchange.com. Until next time, you're only one choice from change.